You are listening to the Conversational Selling Podcast with Nancy Calabrese. Hi, everyone. It's Nancy Calabrese, and it's time again for Conversational Selling, the podcast where sales leaders and business experts share what's going on in sales and marketing today. And it always starts with the human conversation. Today, we're speaking with Brendan Kumarasamy, the founder of Master Talk a YouTube series dedicated to the art of public speaking. Brendan believes anyone can become confident public speakers and storytellers. Brendan speaks about many topics relating to communication, such as presentation skills, storytelling, and speech breakdowns, explaining what separates the best speakers in the world from everyone else. His workshops focus on interactive activities between participants to practice communication tangibly and entertainingly, and his private coaching program is personalized to each individual that he coaches. It is a pleasure to have you on the show, Brendan. Welcome. Nancy, the pleasure is absolutely mine. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, so, you know, selling is all about communication um, and having the right skills, um, you know, are important. And why is mastering these skills so important, especially in sales? Yeah, absolutely, Nancy. You know, for me, in the context of sales, the reason why communication is so vital is because at the end of the day, every sales transaction, whether it's on the B2B side, business to business or B2C side, directly to the consumer, It's always involving people. And if you don't know how to talk to people, you don't know how to have conversations with them, you don't know how to build rapport with them, asking the right questions, at the end of the day, you will not get the sales results that you want. That's one side. The other side of the equation is the communication. Even if you're seeing the right things, Nancy, if somebody's asking you questions about your core product and you're going, uh, uh, you know, I'm not really, and your eyes are all over the place and you're not really right. looking at the person directly. doesn't matter how smart you are. You'll lose credibility on the spot. Yeah. Wow. But how do you practice communication entertainingly? <laughs> ah, that's, I love the last word that you used, Nancy, right? Which is an, <laughs> in an entertaining way. That's what I found. One of the big challenges was with my space when I entered it a few years ago, which is a lot of communication training is frankly super boring, right? It's always yeah. focused on, you know, the fear and how we're all going to die if we don't master speaking and all that stuff, which is not the energy I like to share. So to make right. things fun, the way I think about it is communicate and simple. Communication is like juggling 18 balls at the same time. So okay. one of those balls is body language, one of them storytelling, one of them facial expressions, etc. So for me, the question has always been, what are the three easiest balls to juggle? Because okay. if we can do that, we can master the art of communication. Let me give you the first one. I'll throw it back to you. Yep. The random word exercise. Pick any word like phone, like Jaguar, like headset, like light bulb and create 60 second presentations out of thin air. And if okay. you do that, you'll get a lot more comfortable with, uh, with uncertainty. Okay, cool. Are you asking me to pick a word? I mean, I'm happy to do it, but that's that's the first exercise, yeah. No, I, I'll skip. You go second exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good, Nancy. So so just the benefits of the random word exercise for people in sales is this serves two main purposes, then we can go to exercise two. Okay. The first purpose is if you can make sense out of nonsense, you can make sense out of anything. So right. if you can talk about hemp seeds and 
avocado toast and light bulb. It makes no, like absolutely nothing to do with your industry. When you right. go back to your subject matter expertise, and often the best sales reps are selling the same product day in, day out, you just get so good at it that it's really easy for you to talk about it. The second purpose is you get really good at small talk. What is small talk at the end of the day? It's two people having a random conversation with questions that each pe- person did not prepare for. So okay. if you can talk about random topics, when you go back to small talk, you can clearly make sense out of the nonsense that's happening. Wow. So that's question. That's exercise one. Exercise two, I'm sure was talked about on this podcast in the previous. I just frame it a little differently. Okay. It's called the question drill. So we get asked questions all the time in our life, Nancy, Right. at school, at work, on sales calls, but most of us suck at answering these questions. A few years ago, I remember when I first started guesting on podcasts, some guy asked me, hey, Brendan, where does the fear of communication come from? I was like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, man, uh, Brazil, <laughs> Los Angeles, <laughs> you tell me. So how did I fix this, Nancy? Every single day for five minutes, I answered one question that I thought somebody would ask about my products, my services, or my expertise. So day one was, what tips do you have for introverts? Day two is, what tips can we work on every day? Day three is, what's your vision for master talk? But if you do that once a day for five minutes for a year, Nancy, you'll have answered 365 questions about your expertise, and you'll be bulletproof. Do you still do it? I'm doing it right now, actually. I love it. Right. Good. <laughs> That's so. So this is what the question drill is. It's just it's a lot easier for me to practice because you're asking me questions that I didn't look at, and I'm answering them. So I'm practicing the question drill. But for somebody who can't get on podcast, the advice is more: listen to your your top five customers, list right. out all of the questions that they ask you about the product, and use them as resources to help you sell future versions of themselves. Right. Okay. Cool. Now we have the third, or is that yeah. the third? Yeah, you got it, Nancy. So let's go to number three. So number three is so simple, nobody does it. And I'm sure this was mentioned on previous podcasts, but I'll give a little different spin to it, which is the video message, right? Okay. So send video messages to either prospects, but more importantly, which I think is a big mistake most sales reps make, is send video messages to your existing customers. You know, it's a lot easier to get word of mouth than to sell a customer cold on who you are, your reputation, your brand, and the product that you're selling. I use something very unique that I think only one other person besides me does, so I'm happy to share it, which is called the birthday video message. So what I do is my Google Calendar tells me whose birthday it is today, whether it's a business partner, a client, a really close uh, relationship of mine, a JV partner. And on their birthday, I'll put a stupid $15 hat that I bought on Amazon that (laughs) it's like a birthday hat. And then I just open my camera and I go, guess whose birthday it is today? It's yours. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I say one thing I appreciate about them. But I do this like 200 times a year, 150 times a year. And wow. that's brought me more business than any other anything that I've done in my life. How do you collect everybody's birthdays? You just ask them? Yeah, you got it. I just ask them. But I want to make sure I'm clear with the strategy. I don't yeah. really do this with prospects. I, I do this with people who are already bought into me. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, let's say we're, we're a part of JVMM, right? We're a part of a mastermind group right. together. So like I probably had 30, 40 coffees with people in that group. 
I was in it for like a year, a year and change. And then the I picked the top five people, the top three people that I was like, oh my God, like this person's amazing. We talk all the time. We build a close relationship. So those people, I'll ask them what their birthdays are. And then I'll do that with existing clients. I'll do that with different people. So that way yeah. I'm only sending video messages to people I already have a relationship with. So it's easy Got to collect it. the birthday. Yeah. I think that's really a, a great idea. So you wrote on your website that despite all the presentations you've given over your life, you were scared to post your first YouTube video. How could that be? Yeah, for sure, Nancy. And and the reason is is because when you switch mediums of communication, you yep. don't default back to zero, but you start pretty low. I'll give you an example. Like giving presentations is a completely different skill set than presenting on social media. And I'll tell you okay. why. Because when yeah. you're presenting in an audience, there's 50 people in front of you. You can engage with them. You can hug them. You can give them a high five. Right. Whereas when I first opened the camera and I started presenting, there's nobody in front of me. So I'm right. talking to a piece of metal. So it was really hard for me to bring the same level of energy and enthusiasm. And it, I was really, it was really awkward the first time I started presenting on camera. That's why I was yeah. really nervous about it. And I got better over time. Like podcast guesting. The first time I was on the show, I was <laughs> like, why would somebody want to interview me? I'm like a 20 at the time anyways. I was like a 22, 23-year-old kid who barely right. had a business. So yeah. yeah, I had a lot of imposter syndrome back then. Yeah, well, I mean, that happens to all of us. Don't go back and listen to my first or second podcast. You know, like, you don't want to hear it. <laughs> but now that I'm over 100, I mean, it, it just comes more naturally. So the lesson learned is practice, 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 right? Absolutely. And, and the only add-on to that point is practice one medium of communication at a time. So for example, okay. the reason why you're, you're a lot better at interviewing than you were in the past, Nancy, is because you practiced the same medium a hundred times, which in yep. your case was hosting a hundred podcast episodes. So right. for somebody listening, it doesn't even have to be a podcast. It could be Today, I'm going to commit to doing 100 random word exercises five times a day for the next three weeks, or it's 100 question drills, or it's one video message every single day or every few days. So if you just commit to one specific tip at high volume, that's right. where you start to see the results. Cool. You um, have a video, five public speaking tips. Tell us what those five are. Yeah, absolutely, Nancy. So I've, I've changed them over the years. So I'll, I'll give you what what are now called the five levels of speech. Okay. So the five levels of speech, which goes back to your point around the five tips are what I refer to as ball four to nine. So going back to that 18 ball analogy, right? So the okay. first three balls are really, <coughs> excuse me, the random word exercise, the question drill, and the video message. But most people, I'd say like, I still haven't met anybody yet, Nancy, who has done those three exercises consistently, even for 30 days. So really? my ask, oh yeah, unless they're, unless they're, you know, clients that I'm chirping at them, like a personal right. trainer would. But if, if you don't have that, I've, I've found most people don't do it. There's always exceptions. So what I'll encourage people to do, the reason I, I tell you that is my big ask for everyone listening to this podcast is book 15 minutes in your calendar every single day just to mm -hmm. do these exercises. If you just do this and you don't listen to anything else I say today, you'll right. get 80% of the value from this show. Cool. But in terms of your follow-up question around the next five things, assuming you do the first three consistently enough, the five balls are smiling, pausing, mm -hmm. vocal tone variety, pacing, and putting it all together. So let's go through this. 
Yeah. One is smiling. Most people are really bad at smiling when they're speaking and especially when listening. I'll give you an example. Let's you're on a sales call and we see this all the time with really bad sales reps is when they're listening to the prospects answers to their questions, they're nodding their head, but they have a poker face on. So they go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you're telling indirectly is you're telling the prospect, hey, I don't really care about your answer. I just want to sell you on my product. Whereas yeah. if you do the exact same thing, but you're smiling and you're saying mm, a lot less, the prospect mm-hmm. feels seen, heard and understood. So that's one. Well, that's really interesting. I just want to jump in because um, I have a tendency when I listen, I get very serious and I have to um, make a deliberate effort to smile because my natural listening mode is serious. So it's very interesting you brought that up. Oh, absolutely, Nancy. And and the reason, and I'm glad you, that resonated with you because most people struggle with that. Because like, let's say like we're a sales rep, we have like 10 sales calls in a row. So right. we're like super, super serious on the call when we're forgetting that we're selling to a human being. Yeah. So it's important for us to kind of shift out of that mode and, and really focus on building a personal relationship rather than closing a deal. Because if you build a relationship, it doesn't matter if you close the deal because you'll get introduced to someone who will, who right. will close. Cool. So that's that's the first piece. The second one's pausing, right? So pausing just means knowing how to take a beat. If you keep mm-hmm. rambling, 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 rambling about your products and services on a sales call, eventually people tune out. But if I'm on a call and I say, hey, there's three important things you have to keep in mind with this service. The first one is you're really paying attention to what I'm saying because I'm pausing effectively. Mm-hmm. Number three is your tones. So the trick here, especially when selling, is you always want to speak at a – not always, but most of the time, you always want to speak at a tone that's slightly lower than the prospects. So if the the person's really, really loud, you can also match that just to show that you're in the same realm as them. But if someone's really, really quiet – Mm-hmm. You're speaking, especially a lot of the people I get on calls with, because obviously I'm a communication guy. So most of my clients are introverts. Okay. If I'm talking like this on a sales <laughs> call, they're going to run away from that call. Right. Right. Versus, well, it's about matching yeah. and mirroring, right? It's about matching the tone of the other prospect. Absolutely, Nancy. And then in the context of presentations, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. It's more about the best speakers in the world know how to vary their tones. So they're, so notice how when I'm speaking, I'm always changing the volume of when I okay. share ideas on a podcast. So it keeps my voice engaging and enticing enough to listen to. Huh. So, so that's Very the interesting. Piece. Absolutely. What else? <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying it. The fourth one is pacing. So okay. pacing just means a lot of a lot of speech coaches will always say speak slower. That's not always the right answer. And the reason is because if I'm slow all the time, you get really bored too. So right. the the key is is the best speakers vary pace. So if I'm talking and then I take a moment mm-hmm. for you to pause and say hey, what I'm about to say is really key. Notice that because I'm changing my pace all the time as I'm speaking, it's just very subliminal. Most people aren't noticing this because I'm not pointing it out until right now. Then you're right. noticing that, oh, wow, I'm really paying attention to what Brandon says. Wow. And then finally, number five is just putting it all together. That just means can you do all of these different little techniques simultaneously? And the only way to do this at the same time is to right. practice your weaknesses out. 
Okay, I want to go back to something that you said. You recommend that you speak um, in a, a lower tone than the prospect, or you lower your tonality. Did I get that right? That's correct. But but I always want to point out advice like this is always contextual to the prospect. But but I would say in general, especially when you're speaking to somebody who's more quiet and relatively introverted, you yeah. definitely want to speak at a tone lower than theirs, just by a slight a slight margin. Okay. Cool. Um, body language mistakes. What are some of them? For sure, Nancy. So what I always like to say with body language is, to your point, people should focus more on what not to do versus what to do. Because most people don't really make that big of a mistake when it comes to body language. I would say the ones – there's a couple, but I would say the most common ones is one we already talked about, which is uh, when we're listening to someone, we don't smile. That's the sure. biggest body language mistake in my book. Okay. The second one is probably not moving your arms around a little bit. So you can go in either extreme, which is wrong, which right. is either the hand freeze where you stick your hands to your body the entire time or you put them in your pockets, which I right. don't like at all. Or you do the other side, which is the hand injo, where you're always moving your hands. So right. the key is just find a balance. Do it every few moments. Sprinkle it like right. one would a seasoning on a steak. It's the same thing here. It's just a little bit that you want to add. Huh. Those, those are those are probably the main two. If I had to give a third one, which most people don't really make as a mistake, honestly, it yeah. would it would probably be pointing. So with your palms, Alan Peace talks a lot about this. So what you do is a lot of people point with their fingers, right? And it's hard to do on audio, but you get what I mean. Like I'm pointing at you directly, versus yeah. it's very aggressive if you're pointing at people. So instead, you want to either use your open palms. Or move right. your finger half point so that you're pointing only half of your finger towards somebody. Interesting. Another uh, tip that resonated with me because when I'm in meetings, I usually keep my hands on my lap. And now uh, that I'm aware, now I'm, I, you guys can't see us, but I'm using my hands right now in speaking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Great points. Um, let's wrap it up. Three daily public speaking exercises. What would they be? Absolutely, Nancy. So the three are, just to recap, number one, the random word exercise. Right. Invest five minutes a day to do the exercise five times a day. Pick five words, avocado, toast, chaya seeds, headphones, and just create presentations out of thin air. The easiest way to do this, if you can't afford a coach, is... Right. Do this with your children, do this in the shower, do this when you're walking your dog in the evening. Those are the easiest ways i found that to hold okay. people accountable. Exercise number two, the question drill. Very right. simple. All you have to do is on all of your sales calls this week, record them and either yourself write down all the questions you got asked or get a VA to listen through the calls or right. use an octor, otter.ai thing and just – you transcribe it, get all the questions, and every single day for five minutes, just answer one of those questions. And if you just do that, I guarantee your sales results will improve dramatically because cool. you'll just be so good at answering questions that people will perceive you as a subject matter expert, not a sales rep. So right. that's number two. Okay. And number three is the video message. Just pick yeah. five to ten people that you really love in your life. Add their birthdays on your calendar, and when it's their birthday, send them a video message. But I would yeah. encourage you not to wait either. 
like pick two, three people now and just send them video messages just to show them how much you care about them. And when it's their love birthday, it. send them something else. I love it. How can my people find you? Absolutely, Nancy. Such a pleasure to be on the show. Thanks for having me. So two ways to keep in touch. The first one is the YouTube channel. Just type Master Talk in one word and you'll have access to hundreds of free videos on how to speak and communicate ideas for mm -hmm. free. And the second way to keep in touch is to attend my free training on communication. I do a free live Zoom call every two weeks for the okay. community. Everyone's invited. You could be an eight-year-old kid. You could be an executive of a billion-dollar company. Everyone's invited. So if right. you want to come to that, go to rockstarcommunicator.com. <laughs> Rockstar. Everybody hear that. Um, I, I A huge thank you for being on the show. I, I mean, obviously, I gained a couple of good nuggets, and I'm sure everyone out there has done the same. Um, I encourage that you take advantage of Brendan's offer. Watch him on YouTube. By the way, you have a great voice too, Brendan. I'm, oh, I'm thanks, into voices. <laughs> so you know how to use it. And for all of you folks out there, make it a great sales day. The Conversational Selling Podcast is sponsored by One of a Kind Sales. If you are frustrated that you don't have enough leads or your sales team complains that they just don't have enough time to prospect, we can help. To work with Nancy and her team to help you manage your sales team, install her proven outbound sales process, and create more bottom line results, email her now at nancy at oneofakindsales.com. To learn more about Nancy and her outbound sales secrets, grab your free copy of her book, The Inside Sales Solution, at oneofakindsales.com forward slash book.